Elizabeth Regina. It is the royal crest or name for Queen Elizabeth of Great Britain. She is the second queen by that name. And of course, uh, as her twilight has been described to be in this situation, her family has, like most families, when an elder member is in dire need, rushes together. Even those who are viewed as having caused, well, headaches for Her Majesty, Meghan and Harry, are there. Prince William and Prince Charles, the rest of the family of the Queen, her other children, are all present. It is uh, a very interesting time. Many have viewed the passing of the Duchess of Edinburgh as uh, part of the reason for the Queen's sudden deterioration of health. Her, her lifelong love, Prince Philip, of course, passing away recently. BBC News uh, is constantly being broadcast now on uh, BBC One, the main British broadcast channel that is state-owned, public-funded in the UK. It has basically moved all coverage to the Queen's Health, and the schedule has basically moved to BBC Two. If one looks around the various news organizations around the world, suddenly the world seems uh, very British for a moment. At a time when she took the reins of power from her father, King George, when he passed away. At the time that uh, he left the world, England was much different, of course. It was uh, one of the major uh, population areas of control for the world, of course, a major colonial power in the 1950s when uh, she assumed office as queen, not really office, but became queen, was, of course, uh, uh, coronated as queen. And as much of what is being uh, reported is that uh, there is a lot of concern for the queen's health. The speaker of the British Parliament had this to say earlier on that as the royal family was gathering. I wish to say something about the announcement which has just been made about Her Majesty. I know I speak on behalf of the entire House when I say that we send our best, best wishes to Her Majesty the Queen and that she and the royal family are in our thoughts and prayers at this moment. I'm going to take no more just to, if there is anything else, we will look at the house accordingly. So that is uh, from uh, the BBC. As uh, there is live coverage on, on what is happening. Images of the uh, royal family heading home uh, to Balmoral, the uh, happy place as uh, the Queen 
and uh, Royals putting um, armed present members of the uh, royal family uh, being uh, ushered uh, to Balmoral. And of course, uh, there is a lot of uh, concern coming forward for Her Majesty's uh, health at this time. And uh, I mean, you know, to, to the British, I guess it's almost like having a public grandma of sorts, you know, uh, a head of state who, who is as much a part of the family and consistently part of everything in their daily lives, literally has her own money. She's on the, uh, on the different denominations of currency in the UK. And it's very much a part of everyday life. Let's listen to, drop into some of the uh, coverage uh, from the UK. As it's being when the transition shape. happens, whenever it is, and hopefully it won't be yet, um, we will, of course, be looking at the likely uh, accession of um, someone who has been very happy to and determined to express views on some things. Now, hmm. what will that mean in terms of recalibrating um, the kind of relationship between a monarch and the British people who've become used to, as you rightly say, this pattern, this very stable pattern that we have now? Well, I think it's, first of all, important to note that uh, Prince Charles said uh, on the anniversary of his 70th birthday in a programme, I think that was made by the BBC, that when he did eventually accede to the throne, he would prevent, he would, he would stop uh, uttering his, his political opinions, he would stop stating his, his views publicly, i.e. he would play the role of a good constitutional monarch. I think that is what is expected of him. I think uh, the public expect him, expect him to follow the model of his mother. And nevertheless, he has shown himself to be a man of, of, uh, of a broad range of opinions. I suppose it remains to be seen whether the, the new monarch, when that day does come, uh, does continue the, the example, and I think it is an exemplary model that Elizabeth II has, has demonstrated, or whether they do things differently. Because, of course, if they, they do uh, court controversy uh, by uttering their political ideas, then that is the way to, to create problems, because suddenly they find themselves on the opposite side to, to public opinion or a section of public opinion. Elizabeth Regina, it is the royal crest or name for Queen Elizabeth of Great Britain. She is the second queen by that name. And of course, uh, as her twilight has been described to be in this situation, her family has, like most families, when an elder member is in dire need, rushes together. Even those who are viewed as having caused, well, headaches for Her Majesty, Meghan and Harry, are there. Prince William and Prince Charles, the rest of the family of the Queen, her other children, are all present. It is uh, a very interesting time. And many have viewed the passing of the Duchess of Edinburgh as uh, 
part of the reason for the queen's sudden deterioration of health. Her, her lifelong love, Prince Philip, of course, passing away recently. BBC News uh, is constantly being broadcast now on uh, BBC One, the main British broadcast channel that is state-owned, public-funded in the UK. It has basically moved all coverage to the Queen's Health, and the schedule has basically moved to BBC Two. If one looks around the various news organizations around the world, Suddenly, the world seems uh, very British for a moment. At a time when she took the reins of power from her father, King George, when he passed away. At the time that uh, he left the world, England was much different. Of course, it was uh, one of the major. Uh, Population areas of control for the world, of course, a major colonial power in the 1950s when she assumed office as queen. Not really office, but became queen. Was of course uh, uh, coronated as queen, and as much of what is being. Uh, Reported is that uh, there was a lot of concern for the Queen's health. The Speaker of the British Parliament had this to say earlier on that, as the royal family was gathering. Uh, Dr. Ed Owens, very good to talk to you, and thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Dr. Ed Owens, uh, the author of uh, The Family Firm, Monarchy, Mass Media, and the British Public, 1932 to 1953. Uh, good to talk to him. Uh, here we are, a, a nice contrast of images here, don't we? On the right-hand side, some of the fly past, which the Queen enjoyed so much. Uh, during the Platinum Jubilee. That was the opening day of the Platinum Jubilee celebrations after the birthday parade on Horse Cars Parade, which uh, she'd not been able to attend, but there was the balcony appearance, which delighted so many people. Um, and the Queen clearly enjoyed it. And uh, they're in the company of uh, quite a few generations of the royal family. Uh, and the 70, of course, being marked out by the aircraft in the sky. Uh, a really amazing... Uh, display by the Royal Air Force um, uh, on that day, and it was a combination of lots of different aircraft, of course, on the day itself, including as a big uh, uh, finale the Red Arrows, who by tradition will uh, really signal the end of the big flight pass. There you are, um, and that was the end of a very big flight pass for the Platinum Jubilee, the 70th year of the uh, Queen's uh, reign. Um, and no one questioned really about whether the uh, the Queen really kind of enjoyed every second of that because she obviously did. And then on the left-hand side of the screen, we have this uh, rather different image, which is uh, a rather dull, wet day at Balmoral, where the Queen is now in residence, and where the monarch's health is a source of great concern, profound concern, according to the First Minister of Scotland uh, right now. Um, the Queen's health 
uh, is causing anxiety to her doctors and to the family. The family that we can see there on the balcony back at the Jubilee, well, quite a few of those on the balcony are either at Balmoral now, including the Prince of Wales and the Duchess of Cornwall, uh, the Princess Royal there, um, they'll, and the Duke of Cambridge, uh, he's on his way. Um, and there we have some of the crowds gathered at uh, Buckingham Palace today. Um, and all eyes really and all thoughts focused on Balmoral, where the Queen's comfort, of course, the Queen's medical care, very much uh, the priority for everyone. And uh, uh, all we can do now is to take note of the report that was issued at lunchtime, which was that the doctors were concerned about her health. It's something they've not said before, so it was something that alerted everyone to the seriousness of the situation. And then to await a further statement from the palace whenever that comes. We have no guidance on that. Um, it would be nice to have a statement from the palace saying that the Queen has improved and that she feels better, but uh, we have no idea. Um, when the next statement will come. So, you know, we're going to cut it off there. Uh, obviously, by the time you're listening to this, things have moved on. But at least it gives you the mood of what is going on in different parts of the world as the world awaits the uh, status. And many are praying, and many, of course, concerned for Her Majesty as we continue to watch and wonder and uh, look at what is going on in that part of the world. Our prayers to her family and the Queen herself. Obviously, she's not going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> it's just uh, just another little broadcast. But uh, yes, the Queen's health being what it is. That's, uh, that's all just think about it. A reign of that long history that her life has seen. Such an interesting, wonderful person as far as we have heard from most who have met her. I'm Mike of New York, Mike K. Cohen, and uh, that's all just we can see what occurs. Mm-hmm.